Hello listeners, I'm your host James Tachy. Welcome to You Are Not Alone, a show that explores the fact that despite one's genetics, country of origin, socioeconomic background, culture, tradition, and all the many labels we tend to use to describe our condition and conditioning, we have more that brings us together than separates us. The stories shared here are expressions of this experience, the hope that it inspires you, motivates, and helps you feel more connected to people near and far. In this episode, I talk about how art reflects the times. 1937, a Jewish-American man, Abel Mayerpal, disturbed by Caucasian families picnicking lynched bodies of African-Americans in the south of the United States, wrote a poem which he turned into song called Strange Fruit, a song years later made famous by Billie Holiday. If you're at home wondering with all this madness going on in the world. What can I do? I give you the words of one of my favorite people, Dr. Maya Angelou. She says, You should be angry. You must not be bitter. Bitterness is like cancer. It eats upon the hosts. It doesn't do anything for the object of displeasure. So use that anger. You write it. You paint it. You dance it, you march it, you vote it. Do everything about it. You talk it, never stop talking it. The poem you're going to hear is called I Too Am American, recited by my wife, Jade and I. I too, I too am, am American. American. Man. Woman. Human. Human. I, am I am no, no venomous, venomous serpent, serpent. Whereby keeping neck bound keeps you safe. How large is your frustration to carry hate so great? A veil, a veil of, of ignorance, ignorance so, so thick to want to, want to beat, beat me with a stick? stick? Shoot, Shoot me with, with a gun? gun? Insult, insult with a pun? Enslave? Shun? shun oppress, oppress? Suppress? suppress. What, what a heavy, heavy conflict, conflict to, carry, to carry. To know that, that no, no matter, matter what, what you, you do, do, you still see your humanness in me. In me. Is that why you are angry? You, you don't, don't want, want to let the, to truth, let the be. truth be? To, to know, know that, that this mind, our minds, speak and articulates, strives and achieves greatness, greatness beauty, while some falling prey to similar ignorance, identical, identical hate, hate, because the, the truth is, we are not so different. different. We, we are the interwoven tapestry and variety of human and largely earthling. Truth, truth is truth, truth, whether you acknowledge it or not. To, to embrace, embrace it is freedom. Is freedom. Cut, Cut the, the cables, cables of, labels. of labels, freedom to love and to, and care. to care, to, to connect, connect, grow and, and share. share, to shed, shed the mirage of fear, of fear. To, to have, have the depth of satisfaction, of satisfaction that, liberates that liberates hair, hair blood, blood Bones, bones to, mind. to mind. Be, be happy. Be peaceful. Be, be liberated. I was sitting at home. It's probably uh, 9 p.m. and I saw an article describing Mr. George Floyd's murder. I was very saddened. There's just one incident after another after another. 
I think most people felt that. So much so that it has extended from town to town in the United States, outside of the United States, from continent to continent. I, I refused to watch the video for, for quite some time, but just reading it, I recognized what was being described. Every single person that has been out and protested and said this is wrong is essentially to me saying, I saw that and I felt vulnerable. I saw that and I recognized that pain in myself. When I read that article, I recognized that pain in myself. And I started writing, not with the intention of saying anything specifically. I just wrote what I was feeling. It was very personal for me. When I went back, I realized that what I had written had to be shared. I couldn't be silent. Because this wasn't just Mr. Floyd. There were so many Mr. Floyd in American history, in human history. This brought us back to our history as Americans, as Africans, as a species. And it was painful to see that we're still repeating the same things again and again for a history of a people we have not been treated in the, on this land as people. We've been property, objects for commerce. And that act was demonstrating that this person's life was not worthwhile and easily dismissed. You have the law that says, okay, it's for all. But you have law enforcement that have their own things going on that say that they can break the law. And that was not okay it made us realize that the law is not for everyone actually and it needs to be we're not just americans on this national level we're human beings we want the same stuff we want our kids to go to great schools we want health care we want to be educated we feel pain we enjoy beauty even the worst people want to feel at least pleasure and not pain. So we should give a human being that level of dignity, especially if one is in a the, in the, in the place of authority. There should be a level of sensitivity there. Why is it often that we make peace after we've made war? Where is the diplomacy in the beginning? Where is the recognition that enough is enough in the beginning? It's usually after a whole lot of destruction, someone's getting hurt, and then we say, hmm, that was not a good idea. From then on, we seek peace and forgiveness and togetherness and all the things that maybe we can encompass as love. So I think that is ultimately what gets us to make progress. When we put our energy in, in love, you know, there's an old uh, American indigenous proverb that says, in all of us, there's the wolf of love and the wolf of hate. Which one do you feed the most? I don't want to feed the wolf of hate with the message that I'm putting out because it was the wolf of love that recognized that 
this is painful. I'm human. I feel uh, for this other human being. I have friends who are law enforcement. To say all oh, police officers are bad, that's not true. But there is a pervading experience for brown people in America that's very difficult to dismiss. Some may say, well, you know, white people are racist. My wife's mother is Caucasian and her father is African. He's of Nigerian heritage. She loves her grandchildren. She loves me. I have friends who are of European descent. So it's not everybody. We all want love. Even the person who commits the worst acts wants love. And if they're to be true to themselves, that is what they would be expressed. But that's not always the case. We all want that depth of satisfaction that liberates every part of us to be happy and peaceful. This is a time for we, the American people, to exercise our right to demand an honest government. We are of all nations and different backgrounds, together on one land because we have dreams, dreams of freedom, opportunity, success. Well, fellow Americans, it's time. Don't sit around staring at passing clouds and let your dreams pass you by. It is time for change and the time is now. We have been ripped of our dreams of peace time and time again. How much more will we take before we realize we have the power to change ourselves, influence others, and the world? Don't bow your heads in regret of past mistakes, but rather learn from them and lift your heads high. Don't forget honor. We are a strong nation, but a nation divided. Soon to unite, soon to see the light beyond these dark times that surround us with constant carnage, soon to repair this global damage. It starts with a dream. I believe I was in high school when I wrote this. It was the Iraq occupation by uh, American forces. It was a sad time. As they say, art reflects the times. I would like to quote Shirley Chisholm. I mean, an amazing, hyper-intelligent, very conscious, and driven for positive change individual. She says, When morality comes against profit, it is seldom that profit loses. I mean, really, you got to let that sink in. You think about our government and how... If you are wealthy, I'm not talking about rich. If you are wealthy, you can have your wealth influence the infrastructure of the country for your benefit and those whom you want it to benefit. So who are the laws benefiting? Is it the poor, disenfranchised? Is it the African-American kid who's trying to find financial aid to go to college. I know for myself, grew up single mom home, financially struggling, and education was extremely emphasized. When it came time for me to go to 
college, my first thought was, I've seen these recruiters, these military recruiters come to my, my high school over and over and over again. They're offering education. They come with these Humvees with speakers and they, their uniforms are pristine. You got the Marine Corps calling me, the Army sending me mail. I, I think all branches reached out except the Air Force. And in the end, I was trying to get into the Air Force. What I'm saying is, where was MIT? Why isn't MIT having so much propaganda for these uh, brown and poor children who are trying to get, uh, d just do better for themselves? And that's just education. The same opportunities are there for everyone, sure. But there's an infrastructure that makes it very difficult. If, even if you look at zoning laws, if someone is trying to get a loan to get a house and they're barely making ends meet, and you tell you give them all these restrictions that they definitely know they're not going to be able to meet, where do you think they're, most of those people are going to live? And what do those people look like? What are their backgrounds? What kind of income do they have? That's infrastructure. It's designed to push certain people in certain places and allow certain people to be in certain places. And that leads to another Shirley Chisholm uh, uh, quote, which is, racism is so universal in this country, so widespread and deep-seated, that it is invisible because it is normal. It is normal. You see another brown man getting murdered on TV. You say, oh, police are bad. Well, what are the police doing? They're law enforcement. They're enforcing the law. What is the law really doing? Is it really for brown people? Is it? Let's question these things. What is the law? Really, let's look into it. Because if we don't look at the law and we're looking at the law enforcement, we're not really going to the source and the representatives who are making the law. What did their pockets look like? We're not lacking in intelligence in this country. We have people from all over the world who come here because of their intelligence, who are here, groomed to be intelligent. I, I'm, I'm, I don't think that uh, we're lacking ideas on how to create systems that work for everyone. We need to create a new normal. Whatever way anyone, whether it's through art, writing, whether it's music, if you are um, a scholar, use your gifts and collaborate, make a change so that we can all enjoy this existence for as long as we can because everybody's got a limited time here and we all want to enjoy this time that we have here. Nobody wants to suffer. And you know we have systems like capitalism and so on and so forth and competition. We can do all of those things without hurting each other. It's possible. It can be done. It is being done. America stands as this beacon of hope. Well, our deep wounds are being exposed. And we need to do something about it. So... With that, I say, uh, uh, let's start with a quote from, from Shirley. It says, you don't make progress by standing on the sidelines, whimpering and complaining. You make progress by implementing ideas. America, this, this whole construct, is, it was an idea. 
And yet here we are, where so many great things have come from. So let's, let's implement the idea of equality and respect for all. Do you think your existence is more important than mine? When you use words of hate to define my race, where color and culture are mixed, nothing truly different exists, and still your hate persists. Yet you wonder why I raise my fists. Your words sting and I cry, but I don't wish you to die. So I laugh as you try to pry hate from inside. Because you find at the bottom of this depth is where love truly lies. Inside. No disguise. Besides, it's time for our differences to subside. And you see me as someone alive. You may find more of my poems in my book called The Moon Rises with Light. It's sold on Amazon and Barnes & Noble in hardcover, paperback, and ebook. Thank you for listening to this episode of You Are Not Alone. Your positive feedback is appreciated, so please like, comment, and share. You may find more episodes on Apple and Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, and Facebook. I wish you health and happiness.